And so to me, it's not so much actually about the swag. It's the delivery of the yeah. swag. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to episode number 119 of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, is the Staff Sergeant of SKU Camp, the <laughs> Commodore of Common SKU, Dr. Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you? Man, I am doing fantastic. I mean, like, literally uh, super energized. Obviously, we are recording this from SKU Camp this year. And New Orleans, Louisiana. Right, and, and so I'm really energized. This is one of those things where it's always really good to be around kind of this great group of industry professionals so yeah. I'm doing great how about you I'm doing fantastic we just got done with our presentation which was titled uh, so you suck at content marketing <laughs> it's time to suck less right um, I don't know how well it went over but yeah. I had a good time doing it yes. I had a great time we had fun and we got to have a beer during it and so I don't, I don't see what could have possibly gone wrong you know what else never goes wrong Kirby <laughs> what's that Bill that's if you are a customer of comments nothing will ever go wrong because I will tell you they are the good goods of the industry they, you know, we talk about the platform, we talk about the community, and I think that's really what I'd like to talk about today is the community and the events. Mm. The event that they put on here, and I think we'll probably end up talking about that in the podcast, the community around the event, just yeah. what a group of amazing people that Comet Skew has put together. And as a customer, and I know you are as well, you get to experience that, um, that community firsthand. And when you do it in person like this, wow, it really just elevates the experience because so many people are willing to give and help and learn from yeah. each other. It, it, what it does for me is it re-inspires me not only about my job, but really about our industry. I think so many times we can get hung up on the things that go wrong. Yep. Man, this is a place that reminds me about the things that go right. Right, absolutely. And so it really is the single best um, cloud-based software system in our industry. If you want to grow your distributor business, there is nothing better than CommonSQ. So go ahead and go to commonsq.com slash unscripted. Kirby, are they going to be sorry that they did? They will not be sorry they did. Awesome. You, you know what else? <laughs> right, we, we, have we, we have an audience. Kirby, you know, you know what else I'm not sorry for? What's that? I have a drink in my hand. That is fantastic. And you have a drink in your hand. Yeah. So, Kirby... Uh, it looks like you're having a hazy beer. Yeah. It's what are you having? Gnarly barley like oh, the, IPA. Yeah. It's pretty and good. I am I am having the classic cocktail of New Orleans, the Sazerac. Yeah. That's a beautiful, beautiful. Oh yeah. Should we, cheers. Yeah. Cheers indeed. All right. So Kirby, I want to thank you as always for having the courage to do this podcast, especially live. So why don't we start off with the obvious here? We're in New Orleans. Yep. We're here for a specific event, yeah. uh, SKU Camp 2018. Right. We just got done with day one. Yeah. Tell me what your biggest takeaway was um, for the first. Tell me what your biggest takeaway was. Yep. But I also want to know what your biggest surprise of the day was. Okay. Yeah. So I would say that um, my biggest takeaway. So I'm a huge fan of Mike McCallowitz. He was our opening speaker. Um, I love his books. I recommend them to pretty much anybody who I talk to. And so him being an opening speaker was a delight for me. What's interesting to me is I read The Pumpkin Plan quite a while ago, and he talked about that book, but he, he dug into some things that was like, oh yeah, I had forgotten about doing that. One of the things he talked about was having client meetings where you ask them three questions about, um, you know, uh, 
some like what are we doing right what's the problem with the industry but my favorite is the third question where he says what are some, what are some of the other vendors that service you know your company that's one of those questions you're like oh man that's genius it I, really, I is. really 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 like that because you learn a lot from those right. questions so that was that's probably my biggest takeaway my biggest surprise um, I love speaking like mm-hmm. I really really enjoy it it's one of my favorite things to do I was super nervous. Like I don't, I don't ever get nervous, and I was nervous today. Really? I, yeah, I, I think because I, I, and I'm not trying to blow sunshine into our audience who's sitting here, but I really, really, really respect this group, and I didn't want to fall on my face in front of them. So more so than probably ever before, I was, I was really nervous. Like five minutes leading up to it. Yeah, no, and I get that. I, I, you know, I was asked, you know, hey, are you ready for your talk? And it's always harder to talk to this group yes. than to a group I have no idea who they are because yeah. they're, they're not only people I admire and respect, but a lot of them are friends. Yeah. And so um, they'll say um, some rude things to you if you keep <laughs> your phone on you during the, uh, during the actual presentation, which thankfully I didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my, my biggest uh, t- uh, takeaway was I love, you know, Catherine Graham is, is quite possibly one of the smartest people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting, and her her talk about really the whole um, hiring process and really building that team. Yeah, I couldn't take notes fast enough. Yeah. Um, just so many great takeaways there in terms of really thinking in terms of how to intentionally build a team that really performs at an exceptional level. Yeah. That was great, and I know all the presentations are going to be available on, on, on the CommonSkew platform, so, so I'm looking forward to By seeing the way, that. I totally yeah. agree with that. That was, like, I remember in that one, I think I even leaned over you, I'm like, man, I'm, I suck at this. I need to get better at this. I think we both did. Yeah. Um, my biggest surprise really was um, was uh, Jake um, Miskalovich, I think. is yeah. You know, there's so many... Really hard names to pronounce yeah. here who are speaking. Um, Time to buy a vowel. Re- yeah, I really loved his take on, you know, I talk a lot about removing friction from the sales process yeah. from the end user end, making it easy for people to buy and get what they want. I loved his take on that of making it easy for your salespeople to sell. Yeah. Um, really some dynamite stuff in there, some takeaways of really empowering your salespeople. Yeah to be able to make the decisions necessary to close the sale. Yeah, no, I I love that. I agree with you. It was one of those things where you you start to kind of look objectively at your own. That that was one I was like, okay, I think I'm doing an okay job in that, but there's always things where you're like, oh yeah, I could could do that, I could be better at that, for sure. So many great learnings today. We got a whole nother day tomorrow. Excited about that, yeah. Let's move on. Do you have a topic for us you'd like to discuss? I, we're going to move on a little bit. A little bit, <laughs> yeah, right? Okay. So one of the things that, that always occurs to me, and I think it's something that Common Skew and their team prides themselves on, is the merchandising. Yes. So what I, I always say, we do a trade show or an end user event, and I say that part of what I'm doing is educating my clients on how to do this better, right? I'm trying to show them how, man, Skew Camp and the Common Skew team, they uh, they put my ass to shame like no. that. There is some. Really oh, they're not the only ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people that do that. There are. Yeah, but one of the things I would say is they're just they're so thoughtful, right? Yeah. Like the things that they they are giving out are thoughtful. They, they're different. Yep. Like again, we're in this industry, so we see this stuff all the time, and yet I'm like. Wow, these sweatpants are cool. I would yeah. have never thought of doing something like that. There's so many items. So I guess my question to you is, 
kind of looking through the swag bag, what was your kind of, hey, what was your favorite piece? Before I, before I get to that, which means I don't want to answer your question, <laughs> uh, which I won't, I think they actually built SKUCon and SKU Camp just so they could justify getting really cool shit. Yeah, I, 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 I really firmly believe that. And, and by the way, kudos. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so my favorite thing, honestly, was that sweatshirt. Yeah. Um, there's a really cool sweatshirt, and uh, I, look, we've got uh, uh, Steve McBee right here. He's showcasing it. So unfortunately, this is radio, not TV, but it's a beautiful, <laughs> yep. beautiful sweatshirt done by our good friend Adam Walterscheid over at T-Shirt Tycoon. It is sweet. And it's a beautiful, beautiful piece. Um, so I think that was my favorite favorite piece. But, you know, you, you they do it right. Mm-hmm. And, and so to me, it's not so much actually about the swag. Mm-hmm. It's the delivery of the yeah. swag. You get this wonderful duffel bag yeah. that's only branded on the inside, which so is cool. genius. Yeah. And I don't want to be that guy and like right as I get it, I wanted to open it up really bad and see what was in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I waited and got my room and man, just like a kid at Christmas, I unpacked everything. I, I, now that I think about it, I actually think my favorite piece is that Traverse uh, passport wallet it's that's really leather? Nice, yeah. Because I really like the smell of leather. Yeah. I really wanted to do our presentation today and just kind of smell the leather yeah. like halfway through. It was legit. Yeah. Um, so there, everything in there was yeah. Yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. So I, I can't answer your question in terms of what I like what, the best. One purse. Yeah. No, it's really tough. I I actually think that probably uh, just to put myself on the spot. Your answer is right. That every single piece was really cool. Of course in it is, Kirby. Ways. Yeah. Always is. But I think my favorite piece is probably the journal. I love yep. going to events like this where they actually hand you something that is functional through the event. Like yep. the, the the journal that uh, Chameleon like did. I you know it's it's very it's branded super well. But I love that there's a letter. I love that there's an agenda on it. Like yep. it's, it's a super functional tool through the whole thing. So I actually I love events that do those right. So that's probably my favorite piece. Awesome. So, great swag bag. So, let's talk a little bit. Let's shift gears, Love if it. you will, Kirby, while you enjoy your hazy, crazy beer. Let's talk about New Orleans a little bit. Yeah, okay. I want to talk about the sights, the sounds, and absolutely the smells man, of this city. Oh man, it's a smell. So, <laughs> believe this is your second time here, if I remember correctly. That's correct. But your first time in over 20 years? Yeah, it's been a long time. So, it's been sure. a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. So, I'd like to get... Your, I want the Hossman perspective mm-hmm. on the city of New Orleans from, so I want just your impressions of the city. Yeah, so, I, you know, it's what's interesting is I think people talk about New Orleans, they think of Bourbon Street, and they should, it's a cool place, um, but I, what kind of struck me, I actually went out this morning on a walk-run kind of thing, and just the architecture of downtown mm-hmm. is, is really, really cool. I will say that um, today was trash day. And so, with the smell that normally happens, it, you just multiply that times like three this morning. It was, it was, um, it got your attention. Like, well, and so I got off of our, the street we were on and went up Canal Street and saw, uh, and, and forgive me on this, the, yeah. the, the, water, the body of water up there. Is that a river? It's right up at the end of Canal Street, do you know? Uh, I believe it is a river, Kirby. Yeah. It was beautiful. I can't I pronounce the, it. It's yeah. some weird Cajun Creole name yeah. that I'm not going to butcher. Yeah, so all joking aside, like I've been really impressed with sort of the culture, the pride, and the architecture of the city. Um, and so and you know, the last time I did A, I was pretty young. I was 20 years, and I was pretty drunk. Doing, yeah, doing a lot of Bourbon Street, and so that's all I really remember from that. But this time I'm trying to take in a little more of the city, and it's been, yeah. it's been fun. So I came in early. Um, yep. uh, the good doctor, Ben Taylor, and I uh, went on a little bit of a boondoggle on Bourbon Street. Nice. Um, Friday night. Nice. 
And I think I've decided I know what Bourbon Street smells like now. Oh, okay. At night or in the morning? Uh, <laughs> I think I know what Bourbon Street smells oh, like okay. now. Okay, fair, fair. Bad decisions and broken dreams yeah, okay. is so, really what Bourbon Street smells like, so with a little bit of vomit mixed in. Yeah. Um, which, but I do love this city. We we spent some time Saturday in the Garden District, which is you know about three or four miles from where we're at. We're we're in the French Quarter, and what there there is not a more beautiful, lush area than that. I mean, it's so so ridiculously beautiful. Um, like you, I'm fascinated by the architecture of yeah, this city. It's really interesting. It, it's got a lot of really cool influences. And, uh, you know, it certainly rebounded uh, wonderfully after Katrina, which is hard to believe it was over 10 years ago. Um, but I absolutely love this city. I'm a foodie. I like food. And so, you know, Ben Taylor went on, I, on a Friday night, kind of went on a uh, Ben Taylor from Bam Bam's, I should say, where he's from. Went on a little bit of a boondoggle, trying to find the best Sazerac. Um, and we had oysters. And, we, man, what a great time. If you want to just kind of walk your way through a city and casually stop here, and there and enjoy a cocktail and enjoy some food. I don't know if there's a better place to do that than New Orleans. Okay, yeah. And uh, I do, you know, the Sazerac, which I'm actually holding one right now, is R.J. Hagel from Gold Stars taking our picture. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely my favorite cocktail in the entire world. It's okay. smooth, it's, it's boozy, and it's yummy. Yeah. Um, so this is a fun city to come to. I, I, I love how... Um, we're here and it's a downtown area. I love being able to walk like you a downtown yeah. area and we did that a little bit yesterday morning. So I wanted your thoughts on New Orleans. What was really funny to me is I kind of got lost in it this morning. Like, I, you know, my, my, you know, my routine is I do a 20 minute, 20, I do. 25 minute walk every morning. Right. And I found myself, I, I went down our, I forget what this road is called, but ended up on Canal Street. Cartelette. Thank you. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, there's a body of water up here. I go check that out. And I was 20 minutes into my walk and was like, oh, I need to actually head back now. Yeah. So it was like twice as long as my normal walk because yeah. I just got lost in it, which is, it was really cool. Well, your normal walk being 200 yards and all, I would yeah. think it would probably be a little <laughs> bit longer. Fair. All right, you got another topic for us? I do. I was thinking about, obviously, we um, traveled to get here. Yes. And this might be one of those things where I'm showing my age a little bit, but it occurred to me that from a travel perspective, I think on a day-to-day -day basis, we're not always that different. But... On a travel perspective, I feel like we're sort of the odd couple. Who, you and I? Yeah. Oh, for days. Yeah, right? For days. Yeah, so we're like the odd couple. That's because you don't know how to do it. <laughs> I, like, I think I'm Oscar and you're Felix. That's what I think. Is okay. That you are very specific and persnickety is a good word about the, the, the way you want things to be. Whereas, like you talked about this before. I feel a little hostility. I'm not going to lie. I think you're none. being hostile. I show up in a hotel room and you're always like, what temperature do you keep it at? I have no idea what temperature I keep it at. Whatever because you, it was before I got in there. But that's that's the problem. You go into a hotel room, yeah. and you are content with whatever the last person set the thermostat at. Yes. And that sends me straight into hypnosis. <laughs> because I don't understand how you can't have your chamber properly prepared. I, 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 it's properly prepared? Just no, fine. No, it's not. I've gone into your hotel room. Not like that. I've gone into your hotel room. <laughs> And it was like walking into a sauna. It was how it was. And I remember, I remember looking at your. Th I, I, the first thing I said to you, remember what I said? I don't. Is your thermostat broken? <laughs> I don't know. 
I went and looked, and it was 76 degrees. Yeah, that is... I, I, that's I'll give disgusting. You that. It's a little warm, but it's It's fine. gross. Like, you, you go in, you have a whole routine. Is yeah, I do. I walk in, the first thing I do is locate the thermostat. Yeah, exactly. And then I will hit the down button 470 times, because I want to make sure I can get it to the lowest possible temperature that that air conditioning unit can stand. Yeah. That's yeah. the first thing I do. The next thing I do is hit the little button to get the fan on. I don't want it on auto. That's a rookie move. I want it on high. <laughs> I want that fan going the entire time because okay. I like the sound of the white noise. It sends me to sleep. I feel like you're making my point, but go ahead. I, I am making your point that I know what I'm doing and you don't. So, yes. You are, you um, are very particular about the way that you want things done when you're traveling. Kirby, I just know what I want, and I'm not afraid to ask for it. No, it's great. I don't let other, I don't let the man tell me what temperature my room should be. Absolutely, and I just don't care. So, that's, so that was my point. What is your point with this question? I, I, there's no, I just, I was making an observation that we're sort of well, the odd couple. Well, let me of ask you this: When you're on a plane, and we both flew here, what is your entertainment on the plane? What do you do to entertain yourself? Do you work? Do you read? Do you play Canasta? Do you... I don't know what Canasta is. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just asking. That's a fair question. So, no, it's a great question. So I, I generally am either uh, listening to a book or reading a book, and if it, or I'm actually a lot of times, like, and you know this, I use the time when I'm a little bit disconnected to create content. Mm-hmm. So on the way here, I actually wrote three or four blogs so I could sort of get ahead of it. Okay. Um, so I, try, I really am intentional about my time on, on those places. So yes. Awesome. Good. Okay. All right, so on a plane, it's the only time I actually watch TV. I'm a music guy. Yeah. So the other thing I do in a hotel room, I never turn on the TV. Right. I keep a Bluetooth speaker with me, and it's music all the time. Yep. I don't. I, I never turn on the TV. I don't even know how it works. I see the remote control. I know that's the most disease-ridden thing besides the comforter <laughs> in the hotel room. I don't want to touch it. I don't want anything near it. Um, <laughs> But see, I think that actually goes to it because I don't like. I, I don't know if I just have a higher immune system, but I just don't worry about anything. I think stuff. you just have a lower threshold for grossness. Yeah, that's fair. So anyway, okay. Um, so <laughs> I use my time on a plane to watch TV shows, sweet, okay. or watch Netflix. So right now I'm in the middle of Ozark on yes. Netflix, which is the most tense show on the planet, and I love that show. I cannot get enough of that show. All right, cool. Jason Bateman is just amazing in that, and I don't want to. You know, I'm not here to plug that. Um, but that's what I do. So on a plane, I have my iPad. That is my time. That's that is my time to disconnect. I am not on the internet. I'm not on my phone. I, I just enjoy a little bit of entertainment. I love it. That's good. Okay, All right. cool. So Kirby, why don't we head into fill in the blank? And you know we have a sponsor for fill in the blank. We do? We do. Would you like to know who that is? I would love to know who that is. Oh, uh, that'd be the good, good, good goods at Gold Star. <laughs> love the good people at Gold Star. You know, they are the leaders, the leaders. in writing and decoration. They've set trends with over 250 pen styles, pens, pencils, and highlighters with most... Did you know this? I'm poking you. Yeah, yeah. Did you know this? Most plastic pen styles are under a dollar, and the metal ones are under $2. Wow. Is there a better value for a writing instrument in this industry? I can't think of one. And you know what my favorite thing is? And I'm actually holding one of their fine pens right now that's yeah. actually labeled the Professor of Promo, one of the names I called you. It is that Eversmooth ink I love ever so much. Um, they have embraced my... Thing of reducing friction in its simplicity. So they have that ever smooth, uh, smooth writing ink. It combines the best benefits of gel and a ballpoint. Mm, it's like stuff. two, two, two pens in one. 
amazing. It is amazing. Yep. So they have that all-inclusive pricing that eliminates extra fees and setup charges, and it's the only writing instrument in the industry to offer free ground shipping throughout the U.S. and Canada. And that's very friendly to our Canadian friends. It's very friendly. I love it. So if you want to learn more and get a free Simplicity Starter Kit, and there's, you know what the greatest thing about a free Simplicity Starter Kit is? What's that, Bill? There's no cost, Kirby. <laughs> that's why it's free. You go to goldstarpens.com slash unscripted. Gosh darn it, you won't be sorry you did. You will not. All right, you ready for fill in the blank? Do you have your, do you have your, look, he's got his phone. I've got my old school piece of paper. I love it. Let's do it. You go first. All right, so your favorite part about industry events is? Oh, that's a softball, Kirby. It's networking. It's the people. There are no, I I love this industry, um, and every time I come to an event, and obviously we're here at at SKU Camp run by the good goods at Common SKU, the people and and the, um, the opportunity to have accidental what I always call accidental collisions with I know I'm gonna see you I know I'm gonna see certain people but then I have an accidental collision with somebody I may not know and walk away learning something um, is so beyond beneficial to me I love that about these events those accidental collisions you can't predict you can't plan for yeah and, and I'm gonna break the rules a little bit and fill in the blank and just say that what you just said is exactly right and it's sort of the way that we sort of reconnected with where we first created salt and pepper yep. was at an industry event where we were hanging out and we're like you know what we need to we need to do something like this yeah so um, I, I think you're exactly right all right Kirby your first impression of walking on Bourbon Street Saturday was blank it was it it was did not smell good it did not that was my that was my first impression now that, 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 they even stumbled you it did not ain't not smell good yeah it was it was it was vomity it's uh, it's a very high vomit content yeah, on Bourbon Street, but but I love it. The, the the thing I love about it is the efficiency in which they're just like yeah all right we got garden hoses we're we're cleaning it up tonight's a new night you know what I mean and so I, I actually really um, I think that obviously there's a lot of partying going on but man there's some really interesting bars and, and restaurants and cool stuff down there no it is yeah. and what's great you get one block off Bourbon Street and oh. it's a whole another experience and it's much. Much nicer. Much cleaner. Yes. yes. I agree. No, but Got I absolutely. That was, uh, that was my first takeaway. Your next one? Yes. So the piece of content that you create that you enjoy the most is? Unscripted with <laughs> my pal Kirby Hossaman. <laughs> um, no, I look forward to this every week. You know, we don't plan very much of this, and we have such a good natural rapport. Um, you make me a better broadcaster. You make me a better content creator. So for me, um, I always enjoy doing this with you. I learn something about um, uh, you or podcasting or me. I, I, I This is the, easily my favorite piece of content. And if you answer differently, you're an asshole. <laughs> I probably am an asshole, but for different reasons. But no, I, what I think is interesting is because we do this all the time, it's always fascinating to me when I do learn something new. Because yeah. I'm like, how do I not know all of this about Bill when we're, when we're talking all the time? So right. yeah, it's interesting. All right. Kirby, the difference between Cajun food and Creole food is blank. Um... That is a mystery to me. I have no idea. Uh, so we actually, uh, the other day, I gave um, Sam Cabert, who's here with us, a what I call an Ohio salad. It was uh, fr- a boneless chicken wings on top of, like, salad. So I just get, like, that's a salad to me. So yep. I'm probably not the foodie that you are. And if there's not meat in it, I do not want to eat it. Okay. So I don't know the difference. All right, they, there you they, go. They both sound spicy. There you go. <laughs> All right, that's a little embarrassing for me to uh, admit. Uh, an event like this inspires, right? 
but the place you find inspiration on a day-to-day basis is? Uh, it's the content I read in the industry. I, I still love reading blogs, um, I, and I read with the intent to learn something. So I, I am not, I am a ter- terrible multitasker. I think most people are. Right. And so when I read, I can't have any music or sound. So the first thing I do in the morning is read blogs. So um, I, it's to me, it's you know the, the, the inspiration I get is from yours, um, certainly the common skew content that they put out and some other people put out. That's that's where I get my inspiration from. Yeah. You know, there, I, I love it when I read something or see something, and I go, I can't believe I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, one hundred percent. So, yeah, so that's what I'd say. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I, I, I think I think it's your turn to ask me a question. It is, <laughs> Kirby. <laughs> The food or beverage item you associate most with New Orleans is? Uh, shrimp po'boys, okay. shrimp creole, something like that. There's I mean, nothing wrong with your yeah, answer. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm not here to judge. Oh, you are 100% here to judge. No, I'm Especially not here to judge. I am going to do so because I'm really good at it, <laughs> but I'm specifically not here to judge. Okay, fair enough. No, I, I think when I come down here, I was, I was excited about potentially getting seafood, doing some stuff like that. Um, that being said, like the first thing I had down here was just like an amazing, amazing burger. Okay. So my experience has been that the food's been terrific. So, All right. Go ahead. Okay. So um, I think that I'm, I'm riffing a little bit because yep. you took one of my uh, my fill in the blanks. So I'm going to go with, I think events like this elevate our industry. Yes. What are some things that you'd like to see or what like the thing you'd like to see elevated in the industry most is? Uh, the collaboration. There, there is still this weird, and not not in the group here. Yeah. With, with the, again, the, the the tribe and the group that Common Skew has built is not this way. But there's still a huge undercurrent in our industry of distrust. Yeah. A huge undercurrent of our industry is I, I. It's secretive. You know, I always joke that well, you know our industry is founded on complete paranoia and mild alcoholism. And, Here's and to I, that. And I agree. That's still it. People are so paranoid that, you know, it's like when someone posts a picture on the promotional products page and they block out the company logo. Like it's a big mystery. You're selling pens to State Farm. Yeah. I mean, if someone could go, holy crap, they're selling pens to State Farm. I'm targeting State Farm. If you are so worried about people, if you're so worried about your customer relationship that you think posting a picture of a pen you produced is going to make you lose the business. You don't have that business to begin with. No, that's you got right. an order. You don't have a relationship. So I would love to see the collaboration elevate, and I think we are seeing that. We see it with um, a lot of things Commonskew's doing. We see it with uh, Ben Taylor and Adam Walterscheid at uh, T-Shirt Tycoon and Bam Bam. So I think we're seeing that, but I'd love to see more. Yeah, I agree. I actually think PPAI is doing a good job yes. of sort of promoting that idea. Yeah. And I think that more and more we're having conversations around the idea of partnership. Yep. Right now, I think a lot of it is um, just kind of wordplay. Like, yep. you know, we throw around the word partnership, but I think it has to start there yep. before it actually becomes a part of our culture. All right. Kirby, if someone's never been to New Orleans before, the first place you would recommend them to go is blank. 
feel like it's got to be Bourbon Street. I mean, just because I think it's a it's a thing that is. Hey, you went to New Orleans and you say, did you go to Bourbon Street? And you say no. It's just a weird answer. So I think okay. that that's a that's a. I mean, there's a lot of cool places and probably better places, right? Yeah. But if you're going to New Orleans, the, the thing that I think of is Bourbon Street. All right. So now we've got rapid fire. Let's okay. go over the rules. <laughs> let's let's not. I'm going to give you two choices. Okay. All right. And you're going to pick suck, one. Of, you, you're going to pick one or the other, and that's it. Oh, okay. It's not hard. You just pick one or the other. One word answers. No explanation. <laughs> this is themed for New Orleans. Are you ready? No. Kirby, Hurricane or Sazerac? Sazerac? Jambalaya or gumbo? Jambalaya. Harry Connick Jr. or Aaron Neville? <laughs> Harry Connick Jr. Bourbon Street, urine or vomit? <laughs> Sazerac. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, Kirby. Again, <laughs> pick one or the other. It's not that hard. Uh, no, I think if, if you're going to be in Rome, you go with vomit. Okay. Uh, Muffalata or po'boy? Po That's got to be po'boy. I don't know what the other thing is. Crawfish or barbecue shrimp? Crawfish. Louis Armstrong or trombone shorty? Louis Armstrong. Beignets or pralines? <laughs> um cheeseburgers uh kirby this isn't that freaking hard uh pralines thank I, I, you i literally don't know what oysters or soft shell crab i will go with oysters fats domino or dr john fats domino french quarter or garden district french quarter new orleans saints or the new orleans pelicans oh, new orleans saints skew camp or skew con i got skew camp I know skew camp on that. One. All right, yeah, and that will do it. Yeah, so that's good. we're going to wrap up our live uh, podcast here. Want to thank our sponsor, our primary sponsor, and it's great that we're here at Skew Camp because they are the good time player people at Common Skew. Yeah. Um, again, if you want a frictionless way to grow your business with a fantastic community that is so willing to help you, there is no better system than to get on Common Skew. We're both customers, um, so we can say that with experience. There's no better way to grow your distributor business. So go ahead and go to commonskew.com slash unscripted. Mark and Catherine certainly won't be sorry that you did. Absolutely. And guys, thank you so much for like not only listening to this podcast on a regular basis, it is just kooky that anybody would do that. And uh, you know, thanks for being here today. So thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.